Hello and thank you for tuning in to Sideline Story, your destination for sports news, analysis and discussions. I am your host, Brandon Yates, and as always, I'm joined by my two fantastic co-hosts, Yang Guang and Fuyu. And today we will be talking about the NBA All-Star Weekend. And this is something that's been in and amongst the sporting headlines for quite some time now for a variety of reasons. We've seen some, you know, expected selections. We've seen some surprise omissions. There's been injuries. There's been, you know, a couple of... Uh, ins and outs of uh, of the NBA um, that have been affecting this All-Star weekend. So it's been pretty interesting to watch in terms of following the headlines. But of course, all of the attention will be on the action itself. And speaking of the action, one of the most iconic, I would say, um, All-Star regulars um, in NBA history is probably Steph Curry, right? So Yang Guang, what do you make of Steph Curry missing out on the starting five? Uh, I think Golden State's poor performance this season should be blamed for Curry's absence. Uh, the Warriors are now out of the playoff picture. We may not eventually see them in the poster season. Mm. Clay Thompson plunged to perhaps the, the bottom of his professional career. Chris Paul has been on again and off again. Wiggins also declined uh, sharply. Um, the bench players were not mature and reliable enough. When you talk of some of those names, it's quite surprising to see their slump because, mm. I mean, those are names that, are, that have been there, they've done it. And, of course, uh, you know, Chris Paul, um, one of the legends of the game as well, you know, not really stepping up with his new team. Yeah, um, his decline is kind of obvious this season. He's 38. 38 yeah, I guess, years, so. yeah. And uh, the rest of the the players um it's been surprising right mm -hmm. yeah um this team is uh, a mess now i would say and the curry just can't single-handedly carry them forward mm. and the curry himself also I, I would say slipped a little bit this season i think for a few games curry was limited to just a uh, single digit points and missed all his three point attempts crazy yeah um i guess we have to admit curry sometimes or more frequently than before, the shooter we used uh, is not the, the shooter we used to see that can consistently deliver 30 plus points yeah. with really good field goal percentage. Mm. But do you think that's linked to his own decline, or do you think it's got to do with the underperformance of his teammates? I think both. Um, mm. Curry, um, he, he might have had similar bad days in the past a few years, but fewer. Yes, than not this as season. consistently, yeah. Yeah. Um, we can still see Curry scoring 60 points a game and his threes are still sharp, but, but uh, his dominance on the court is little by little declining. He can't get rid of defenders that easily now. Mm. He starts to hesit hesitate on some shooting opportunities. Which we never thought we would see because whenever yeah. I see Steph Curry going up for a shot, you just expect it to go in. Yeah, and combined with the poor performance from the rest of the team and um, some bad decisions by coach Steve Kerr. Yeah. Um, in the past, you know, when we've seen Steph Curry have a bit of a slip, we've seen Clay Thompson generally uh, generally step up from the shooting side of things. We would normally see Draymond Green, for example, step up in terms of the aggression and lead the defensive effort. Mm -hmm. And even, look, I know Chris Paul is 38, but we thought that that experience and just his world-class abilities would also add something to this Golden State team. But it just hasn't been something that we've seen. It just seems to be a collection of bad performances. Uh, I guess... That's just how the NBA works. If you lose bad, if you start starts to be down the slope, even mm. if you are a superstar, one of the 
greatest players of all time, maybe. Sorry, um, new stars would replace you in no time. But we haven't really seen that from the All-Star game, though. I think, I don't know if this is a recent trend, but in the past, we've often seen superstars that aren't exactly having a superstar season still get selected, um, just purely normally from, um, from fandom. Um, but that doesn't seem to have helped Steph Curry this season. But um, look at... Um Look at the the player who replaced Curry, mm-hmm. um, Shai Gilgis Alexander. He's got the stats. Yeah. Um, he plays beautifully and uh, efficiently, and more importantly, his team is now among the best in the league. So, I, I think Curry is still one of the best players yeah. um, in the NBA today. But um, way off form. Mm. Yeah, and his team, and his coach apparently. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. For you, from your side of things, um, Steph Curry missing out on the starting five is that a shock to you? Yes, we're not used to seeing Curry perform so underwhelmingly for such an extended period of time. And um, of course, uh, these choices for the All-Star can never satisfy everyone because the game is uh, more entertaining and I wouldn't say less competitive, but I think it's got a more uh, exhibition nature. And apparently there are discussions about Shea Alexander, like Yang Guang mentioned, um, him replacing Curry in the starting lineup um, has been, uh, discussions about this has been around for quite some time. Mm. And I, I think Alexander definitely deserves the place. Take the Thunders game against Denver earlier, for example, um, the comeback the comeback win, I think, consolidated his leadership role, at least for this season, with the team. And he also, I mean, Alexander also secured a place in the starting lineup pretty late into the vote, which is another example of how fast things can change, in not only in basketball, in general, in sports generally mm-hmm. as well. And I think at, at this point, it's more about how Alexander will prove he's worthy of the vote and less about Curry not making it to the starting five. Yeah, I think there'll definitely be a spotlight on him. Do you think that he will perform? Do you think he can step up? If he can carry the form that he's had this season, I think he will definitely be a surprise during Mm. the All-Star week. This could be an opportunity for really rising talents to go out there and showcase what they can do and potentially outshine some of the older names that have been regulars in the All-Star game. So I think that will be an interesting element for fans to look out for. Yeah, and that's how the sport evolves. Newcomers replacing, not necessarily replacing, but making, making... Uh, themselves known. Yeah, making an impact, yeah, and kind of starting that transition into potentially the next gen of superstars in the NBA. Um, But I mean, when we talk about these um, all-stars and some of the names that we've seen regularly in the all-star game, um, Yang Guang, and I'm I'm, I'm sure there also have been some up-and-coming talents that have missed out on selection, but when you look at the names, are there any surprises? Are there any emerging talents that people may have missed? Um, I would say I I was really shocked when Kyrie Irving uh, missed out right. um, in the All Star lineup. Um, Bit of a controversial character, though. Maybe that had something yeah, to do with it. Um, I mean, I kind of get it. Um, he didn't play enough games. That too. Yeah, he missed action a lot, and he said something somebody don't like in the past. Yes. <laughs> but um, to me, he's still one of the top twenty players um, in the league, and he definitely deserves an All Star position i mean it just shows you his talent because you and a couple of other pundits around the world you know no matter what (laughs) this guy seems to say or do um a lot of sports journalists are able to put that to the side and just focus on his abilities Mm -hmm. Uh, there's so many 
I've, I think of like Stephen A. and you know a couple of these other you know NBA pundits. They always defend Kyrie Irving. They say people will say, "Yeah, but he does this and he's not professional and he says this and this." And, and then generally NBA NBA fans say, "Yes, but this is what this guy can do." So he clearly is a superstar, right? That's yeah. but it seems like. Other external factors, or you know, some of his own misgivings, seem to be affecting mm. his um, overall performances and you know selections potentially for you know an All Star game. Yeah, I mean it's a basketball game. Let's just talk basketball. <laughs> exactly. Um, I mean, once Irving visited China last year, um, people were crowded at airports. It's like Cristiano Ronaldo <laughs> was in China. Yeah, too soon. Too soon. <laughs> <laughs> But um, I mean, look at um, the All-Stars now. Uh, Jalen Brownson and Tyrese Maxey are All-Stars now, but not Kyrie. Yeah. Come on, this is not fair. Um, of course, there's a limitation because All-Star selection is done in two different conferences and uh, there are just too many big names in the Western Conference. Yeah, for sure. But uh, I would rather pick Irving than like Carl Anthony Towns, for example. Who? <laughs> <laughs> I see Irving as the most graceful player now in the league, and his missing is a loss for the NBA, I would say. Um, some say James Harden should have been selected. Yes, um, I don't ever since he's, well, since he's joined the Clippers. <laughs> I mean, look, I know he's, uh, uh, controversy has been following him a lot lately in terms of his dealings with the 76ers and you know, his disappointments with that team, and he was also quite disappointing with the Brooklyn Nets, but it seems like he's found his home with the Clippers. Mm. The the Clippers is are now one of the best teams in yeah. the NBA. Um, it's it's really um, sparking. Um, sparking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I, but um, for Harden, I don't I don't think um, he should be selecting the North Stars. Okay. Harden's decline is just I would say too much. Yeah. Um, he doesn't belong to that title now. And uh, in terms of the newbies, Alexander and Halliburton are just too. Worthy players selected in the starting 10. Uh, they are leading a new generation force, like you said, and uh, the future face of the league. Uh, but Brownson's inclusion was kind of beyond me. Perhaps the league um, should alter the rules that each conference should have its own all-stars. Because to me, the East liner barely looks like a star roster. Yeah. Well, in the West, uh, so many stars are missing. Besides Irving, there are Jamal Murray, uh, Aaron Fox, Dementis Sabonis. Yeah. The list is long. It's very, very long indeed. Mm. Yeah, so I guess that is something interesting that um, some of the organizers can look at. Um, but yeah, you know, I think there is this next gen coming through and there have been one or two, you know, supposedly unfair selections. And we've also seen um, the decline of superstars, you know, like uh, Irving and uh, James Harden, like you mentioned. Um, from my side of things, one thing that is great about um, recent All-Star games, and this one in particular, it seems like the people that are putting up the stats, as opposed to having the superstar names, mm. are getting selected. And I think that's very important, particularly for the next generation, because... We can't have these aging superstars, like Chris Paul, for example... Um, that are the faces of the sport because while I'm sure organizers and fans have been incredibly grateful for what they've done over the years, there has to be uh, a next phase plan. Um, but the NBA does seem to be managing that and they do seem to have a, pl a plan in place because there do seem to be some very exciting young talents coming through in this all-star game. And hopefully we can also see them step up um, at the latter stages of the NBA season where it really counts. Mm -hmm. 
Joining us all the way from Tanzania is a very big NBA fan. He's running Kanda. And he spoke with me about the rise or decline of Steph Curry's career and what seems to be affecting him at this point in time. And we also spoke about the longevity of LeBron James. Okay, Hezron, LeBron James is making his record 20th appearance at the All-Star Game. Do you think his longevity and just like his crazy stats make him one of the best to ever play the game? Okay, so LeBron James is a very, very good player. Um, this is his 20th straight uh, appearance. The most He broke the record for the most appearances in the All-Star game. Yeah. Um, and he, this season, at nearly 40 years old, he's, average, he's averaging 25 points a game. Amazing. Seven rebounds, seven assists. You know, he's, he's up there with the, with the best players um, in the NBA. So, obviously... He does deserve to be on that starting lineup, and he does deserve to be the captain because he's the most experienced person for the All-Star weekend. Yeah, and do you think that, you know, just the longevity that he's shown, you know, he's just been in the game and playing at such a high level for so long, do you think that other players in the future might be able to do the same thing, or do you think that he's just like a once-off? Yeah, he's a, one, he's a one-time wonder. Like, to get <laughs> top, uh, this type of talent in the NBA... Is generational because even uh, when he was in high school, they used to televise his high school games. Yes. And then he came from high school straight to the NBA, yeah. which is something that doesn't happen like yeah. every day, you know. So I thought I think I think uh, LeBron James is one of a, one of those uh, players, one of a kind. Yeah, I'd have to agree with you there. And speaking of somebody that's also one of a kind, Steph Curry hasn't made the starting five um, for this All Star Games, but do you think that? At this point, his career may be on the decline, or do you think that he's just, uh, you know, struggling with a bit of bad form at the moment? No, like Steph Curry, you know, NBA basketball is a team is a team sport. Mm. So Golden State Warriors are struggling, but Steph Curry, he's still doing quite well. He's averaging twenty seven points a game, five rebounds, five assists, you know. But Steph Curry makes it looks easy for them. All they need is a player who can come in and complement Steph Curry, but. I don't think I wouldn't say that Steph Curry is on is, is on is on a decline at the moment because he's 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 outscoring some of the players who who are already starting here. But if you look at the the starting lineup, you have uh, for Steph Curry's position, you have Luka Doncic, who is the who is one of the best players in the NBA. Exactly. Not if, one not if the best player. How do you remove Luka Doncic from the team? Yeah, that's a very good point. I guess like maybe he's just not playing at his best right now, but time will tell if he's able to get back to his best. And I think you made a good point there where he needs some good quality um, up-and-coming players, I think, around him that could also raise his game because, like you said, basketball is very much a team sport. But yeah, here's Ron. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Thank you, Brendan. Have a good one. Cheers. One of the, uh, you know most exciting elements of um, an all-star games is you know some of these random competitions that we see that you would never see in the NBA and something new that's coming up is this yes. three-pointer competition between one of the greatest three-point shoot three-pointer shooters of all time Steph Curry going up against the WNBA Sabrina Ionescu what do you think of this particular matchup um, and of course you know again we're seeing a, a battle of the sexes in another sport which uh, is pretty interesting and um, are there any other unusual competitions you would like to see maybe in future All-Star Games? And uh, 
be creative with this one. Throw some ideas our way. Yeah, I I like this idea of uh, pitting Curry against Ionescu because it's great that we got to see the king and queen of three pointers、mm. show us their skills in the purest form, and it's exciting to have a WNBA player grace the All Star age.、Uh, I mean stage, and some are already calling Ionescu the female Curry because <laughs> of her success in threes. And if you can put the leaders of men's and women's Three-point scores against each other. I think why not get more WNBA players involved? I mean, there could be two teams of mixed gender, and players、mm. can choose their、yes. own teammates. Yes, I like that. I, I'd like to see that because there have already been so much hype about the NBA, but we know very little about the female players. At, at least I don't know too much about them. So,、um, so I think the, these people also deserve to be recognized for their hard work. They are just as good, and if not better. So some girl power at the All Star stage should be very exciting. Yeah, I have to agree. I definitely love the idea of、uh, a, a mixed guys and girls team、um, going up against another、mm-hmm. mixed guys and girls team in the in the、uh, All Star game. I think that would be fantastic to see, and I also really like this idea of Steph Curry going up against Sabrina Ionescu. I think, in terms of you know physicality and that kind of thing, you can't really have like dunking competitions amongst like guys and girls. I mean, I suppose you can, but it would be a little <laughs> bit unfair. But In terms of a three-point shootout between the two best three-pointers in each league, I think that's a, a totally fair competition.、Uh, Yang Guang, from your side, what do you think about that、uh, particular matchup between Curry and Ionescu, and any other ideas in terms of how we can potentially、uh, make some of those all-star competitions more exciting?、Um, yeah, I, I like this idea, and it, it's really interesting to see a shooting competition between the best shooters from the NBA and the WNBA. Um, I actually had a similar experience back in college. There was a basketball free throw competition, and、uh, it was boys against girls.、Um, boys took the shots from the actual free throw line, and the girls shot from the paint. Well, that's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a nice idea, but it's, yeah, it's a little bit,、mm, it's a, I, it's、um, a little bit sketchy. Yeah, I myself, who I would brag as a good free throw shooter. Unfortunately, lost the battle to a girl.、Uh, my opponent was really good.、Um, barely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here come the excuses. <laughs> barely missing a shot.、Um, by the way, eight years later, she became my wife. Oh, really? So, yeah, that's so cool. I love that. So that ended、um, that that ended up rather well for me.、Um, but yeah,、um, it's great to see the NBA try out new stuff to entertain audience.、Um, going forwards, I'd like to see more. Mix-ups, maybe.、Um, mm. Perhaps the NBA, the NBA can invite top football stars to play a basketball game. Okay, we've、I、got mean, some. We've got something similar in South Africa where we have、um, some of the top rugby players playing、um, against the top cricket players in、mm. a cricket match. So I think that's a great idea to see other because you don't want to see like basketball players playing American football because that's that's <laughs> that's dangerous and playing against professional NFL players. But when it's a sport where There's not that much physical contact involved. It's always、mm. great to see、um, superstars from other sports trying a different sport where they're not like at risk of you know ser- seriously hurting themselves. Yeah, like、uh, Novak Djokovic trying out cricket. Yeah, and, yeah. Ahead、uh, of the Australian Open,、um, I, and also this、uh, football stars to the basketball game idea. I mean, no one would deny a chance to see Messi versus Ronaldo in a basketball、yes. competition, or even. Anything like I would love to see Messi versus Ronaldo like in a house cleaning competition or like in a chess match anywhere where it's Messi versus Ronaldo I think will get the world's attention. Yeah,、um, I mean the NBA can also put some legends in other sports together. I'm thinking of、um, a team composed of 
Tom Brady, Novak Djokovic, Ibrahimovic, Lewis Hamilton, and Usain Bolt. Yeah.、Um, the head coach would be Steve Nash.、Um, Matthew, there's no wages involved. Can you imagine the amounts of money that would have to get paid to these guys? <laughs> yeah, but、uh, it should top the、um, telecast the chart. Absolutely. Yeah.、Um, or they can have this basketball game between mascots of different teams. Yes, <laughs> it'd be so much fun. <laughs> or just a fight. <laughs> I would love to see like an MMA fight between all of the, or like a WWE style, you know, like last man standing, like <laughs> where you put all of the mascots in the ring and just see which which is the last one standing. That would be fantastic. <laughs> and they're protected because they're all wearing like these, you know, costumes. So it's not like they can really get hurt. <laughs> yeah. I think that would be awesome to watch. And I think, look, I think all of the ideas that you guys have presented are absolutely fantastic. When I Look at、um, the NFL. I know,、um, like when they are before they draft players, they have a lot of these like physicality tests, like to see、mm. who can bench press the most, who has the fastest、yeah. sprint, who can jump the highest. I would love to see that with NBA players as well to see who's the fastest, who's the strongest.、Um, I mean, obviously you can't have men versus women in those competitions, but、um, I think to see. Um, all of the best, you know, male or female athletes in separate gender competitions to showcase, you know, strength, speed, agility. I think that could also be pretty、yeah. um, interesting to watch.、Um, but speaking of, you know, speed, strength, agility, and longevity, LeBron James for you is making a record twentieth All Star appearance. Incredible.、Um, do you think that maintaining that level of、um, world class performances and just longevity can ever be repeated in this sport, if if any sport? Wow, this man is a machine for smashing <laughs> records. He is a perfect. It's just a number. I mean, twenty all-star appearances. Many of the players in the sport haven't even played for that long,、mm. and some of them aren't even twenty years old. Yeah, so he's old enough to be their father. Yeah. <laughs> Apart from his dominating and convincing performance, LeBron James has also become something of a talisman for the sport. Or.、Um, In in your in your words, the face of the sport, and I don't think anyone will match his success in both regular competition and the All Star, unless humans undergo some major evolution. <laughs> well, look with AI and that kind of thing. Who knows what we're going to be seeing in the future? We might we might see LeBron again in fifty years' time in you know AI form. But <laughs> Yang Guang, from your side of things,、um, you know, like Fu, you mentioned LeBron James is just this you know physical freak. I think it's something similar with Ronaldo, where they just take such good care of themselves. Mm. And they seem to be able to defy age and still maintain a really consistent high level of performance for seemingly insane periods of time. Do you think we can see this again in the NBA?、Um, I really doubt if someone can can copy that success. Yeah, LeBron is、uh, creating a record no one can even think of now.、Um, I would say for most the players, like、uh, Fu, you mentioned, maintaining a twenty-year career in the NBA would a、uh, would be a huge milestone. Yeah, and a twenty-year All-Star appearances. You、mm. know, I mean, just being in the NBA, you know, even as a reserve for twenty is phenomenal. But to have twenty All-Star appearances,、yeah. that is insane. Considering how much talent we've seen over those twenty years, there have been only ten men playing twenty years <laughs> in the NBA, and now phenomenal. And now twenty years in All Star and all in starting five. Wow, it's just unimaginable.、Um, I think LeBron will end his career with many records that are unreachable.、Uh, maybe the、um, only one surpassing forty thousand career points. Yep,、uh, the most minutes on court, and definitely this one twenty consecutive All Star appearances. 
just, incredible. Um, yeah, I think it needs to be studied too. I think you know whoever his doctors, his physicians, you know his massage therapists, his physiotherapists, all of those people need to be studied. I mean, look, I'm sure there are some genetic advantages that he has that probably make him less injury prone and just able to sustain himself better than the average person, let alone NBA player. But I think his regiment also needs to be studied because I think if that can be made available to the masses even, I think that could be hugely beneficial for, you know, athletes to make their careers a lot longer. Because like you said, you know, um, we've seen a lot of most sporting careers, I would say, end, you know, after five or 10 years. Um, so if you, whatever he's doing and is getting right can be replicated, I think that could be very great for athletes going forward because they can have much longer careers and be more successful. Mm, all the details of his life, mm. like the diet, yeah. the physical fitness sessions should be studied very yeah. closely. But you know what would happen? I think we would all get our hands on that and just be like, nope, not for me. <laughs> I'm not interested <laughs> in doing all of that work. So I think that also is something that needs to be respected as like, look, you can have the blueprint, but applying the blueprint mm. is also something that is very special indeed. But that is all we have time for on this week's episode of Sideline Story. Thank you so much for joining us. And of course, we will be back next week with our latest topic and we'll see you then. Mm.